Hello viewers, welcome to the very first episode of Oikos Conversations, meaning a home for conversations. Today we're commemorating the World Mental Health Day, running under the theme, Meg Mental Health and Wellbeing, uh, a global priority, meaning to say that each and every person should prioritize their mental health. And today I've invited a highly esteemed guest in the room, who know more about mental health. And also we have people who are rep representing our religious sector. As we all know that religion plays a very pivotal role in our day-to-day -day life. And we all know that currently in Zimbabwe, we've experienced a siege in cases of suicide. And sadly, most of the people who are committing suicide are males. Not to say that women are not also experiencing mental health problems. And we're going to discuss the causes of mental health. We're going to discuss the effects and we're also going to derive the ways in which we can help to care these mental health problems. But before we delve into the main issue of the day today, I'm going to allow our guests to introduce themselves. So over to you from the right. Hello viewers, my name is Desimana. I'm a mental health awareness ambassador from an organization called Be Mindset, and I'm also a mindfulness coach. I'm excited to be here today. Thank you. And over to you. Um, hello, viewers. Um, uh, my, my name is Reverend Wilfred Dimingo. I am the incoming general secretary for the Zimbabwe Council of Churches. Hello, viewers. I'm Prince Mutandi. I'm the Secretary of Education as a member of Sinata Traditional Healers Association. Thank you very much for the introductions. Um, before we, uh, we go into the causes of what mental health, uh, of the causes of mental health, I would want to ask uh, Jersey, what really is mental health? Because most people in our societies, they do not know what mental health is. You're very right, Elizabeth. The word mental health has been, I think it's one of the most misunderstood words or concepts in our society. And I believe that's the reason why the cases of mental health are on the rise in our communities and in our society. Um, I'll try to describe what mental health is using the simplest of terms so that everyone would follow. Mental health um, could be understood or regarded as um, a condition, a person's condition, um, or their state of their emotion and their mind at a particular time. So when you're talking about mental health, we are saying, how are you mentally and how are you emotionally at a given time? Now, what th then that means is that um, mental health is not the same as mental illness. Because many times when you say to people, let's talk about mental health, people are quick to think that you are saying, let's talk about mental uh, health disorders or mental illnesses. Mm -hmm. And therefore no one wants to be associated with that. Okay. Or when you call for such a meeting, people are saying, ah, I'm not affected. I, I don't have any mental health issues right. and they don't want to be involved. Yet when we are talking about mental illness, mental health, we are just saying, we are talking about excuse me, someone's condition and someone's condition could be good mental health or bad mental health. Now, let me just give you an example. Suppose we are right here right now 
and we are having the discussion. And I'm probably very excited about it. And they had some dream, what I love, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you could say my mental health is good. Okay. Right? And then let's say we leave this place and I go home. And I'm supposed to prepare for another discussion that's coming in the evening. And then I find out that there is no disaster at home. Mm -hmm. And then my cortisol, which is the stress hormone, shoots up. And okay. I'm stressed out. And I'm, I, I panic. And I just start sweating and my heart is pumping. Mm -hmm. What is that? It means that my mental health at, some, at that point is now bad. Okay. But now having a bad mental health does not mean that I have a mental health condition okay. or a mental illness. It just means that your stat, it's like your temperature. Sometimes the temperature is cool. Like we are in this very cool place, our temperature is cool. But the moment we go outside, the temperature is high. So mental health just says, where are you at a particular time? So when we say let's have discussions about mental health, we are saying how well are you or how bad are you in terms of your mental health? So that if you are well, we commend you, we recommend you to keep doing whatever you are doing so that you remain mentally well. And if we discover that your mental health is at risk, we say, okay, we need you need to probably do one, two, three, so that you move towards the center or better still, you tilt towards the mental wellness um, half of, of the issue. So in other words, that, that's what mental health is. Okay, thank you so much, Jesse. Over to you, Jesse. Um, I want to know what, what exactly are the terminologies that are used to when you want to talk about mental health? Because some people confuse mental illness and mental health problems. What exactly, uh, what are the right words to use? Okay, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for that question. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, the society creates ways for themselves, and these ways might not be uh, ways which are actually the right terminology. Mm -hmm. And sometimes these ways can actually lead into a worsening of the condition. For instance, if, if we're looking at the mental health issues, a lot of people have been named after certain names, but normally when you're looking at the, um, it's the state of mind of a human being, it's not something that can actually call those names. So whenever people hear this, so maybe let's say the families are so that so that are uh, this family such a family, or maybe I can't talk about the names, but you know some of the names. So the issue is we need to actually treat these people with dignity. The most appropriate ways that we should use is mental health is just like an illness or, or any other sort of illness. It's not about any other thing that you might think of. So we need to use appropriate ways which are actually accepted within our communities. And we need to transform ourselves to use appropriate ways. So in other words, are we saying that if someone is, is uh, suffering from mental health the challenges, can we say that it's an illness or can we say that it's just a problem? It is an illness, but this illness can actually be treated. Okay. So we're saying it's just a deviation. Like uh, what you said, uh, what you said that uh, it's like a temperature which is actually rise, uh, rise, but then the next morning it's now it's not normal. So this is just an illness, the deviation from the normal, but this can actually be uh, corrected or treated, even that we are actually a supporting. Okay, I'm coming back to you, um, Jersey, on mm -hmm. on what are the causes of mental health in our society, and how then do you identify that you're suffering from mental health problems? Because most people don't really know that. They might just think it's just one of those um, emotional times that you're going through and not, not even know that they're suffering from mental health. Okay, problems. thank you for that um, very important question. Now, there are different or varied reasons or causes of mental health conditions. 
I'll probably touch maybe five or four of them. Okay. The first one is um, biological reasons. What could happen with you is secular, secular could have um, suffered from depression, for example. Okay. And then <clears throat> it was passed on to you through the bloodline. It might actually skip your father and come in to settle with you. So there are some conditions medically that pass through the bloodline and mental health conditions are one of those. Okay. So usually I always say to people when I talk to them, it's it's difficult for you to then just say to yourself, you know what, I'm not affected. This doesn't affect me because you don't know what you suffered from. So it therefore kind of puts everyone at risk of developing a mental health condition, not to scare people, but just to say to everybody, we need to be prepared for the worst, or we just need to take care of our mental health so that even if we had a relative who suffered before us, it is not going to you know, develop into a fully blown condition. Okay. Then secondly, we have environmental factors. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have had the... You know, usually when a woman is carrying a baby, she is told not to drink beer. She's told not to take uh, substances or to smoke. Yeah. This is because those things do not only affect the de physical development of a child. It also affects the mental health of a child. So the environment that you grow in, in, in if, if, if suppose your parent or your mom has got bipolar, for example. Okay. Um, it's it it might be possible that she may pass on uh, pass it on to you. Exactly. I was talking to this um psychologist the other time, and she was telling me that sometimes even if you are nursing a baby and you're breastfeeding her mm -hmm. and you are depressed, you can actually pass it on really? to the baby. Just exactly. So the environmental factors are very critical in terms of mental health. The other environmental factor could be the, the place where you grow up. And suppose you grow up at a place where there's just so much violence, people are beating each other up, or even in the home when mom and daddy are beating each other up, that could actually compromise your mental health. Hmm. And then also the, the other reasons for mental health conditions is traumatic experiences. Hmm. And this usually applies to young people or who probably were abused as kids, either physically, emotionally, or sexually. When you are abused, say, at one year, three months, definitely when you are your age, you cannot remember that. Yeah. Your mind kind of hides it somewhere because you don't remember things that happened back then. But the part of your mind called the subconscious mind does, does not forget. At some point, it wants to then come out and say, hey, I was abused at some point. Okay. And then it might cause you to develop a mental health problem. PTSD does not only affect uh, young children, it also affects uh, affects um, el elderly people. Let's say, for example, you're going home and then you come across robbers, they hijack you, they steal from you and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And you, it's, you, you, you really go through a traumatic experience that can actually drive you towards de developing a mental health problem. And then the other cause um, is um, chronic stress. Mm. You know, sometimes we go through situations and circumstances that we are not able to deal with by ourselves. And sometimes we might even try to get help, but we don't get adequate help. And the stress then begins to grow until it exceeds the standard or the level that your body is able to manage. And then you might snap into a mental health condition. And maybe lastly, um, some medical conditions can actually cause someone to develop a mental health condition as well as some medications that you may be put on 
when you are trying to treat something else and that actually cause you to become depressed or to be anxious and stuff like that. So those are some of the reasons or the causes of mental health conditions in our society. Thank you very much, Jesse. That was so informative. I didn't know that you can actually pass it on to, to children if you're a lactating mother. So over to you, Reverend. I want to ask in terms of Christianity, do you believe that mental health problems do really exist in our society? Um, thank, thank you, you, Elizabeth. Um, yes, uh, mental health problems do actually exist in our society. Um, when you look at the Bible, uh, although it is not ex explicitly um, mentioned, uh, but uh, elements of mental health can be seen in the Bible. Uh, from the very beginning, the creation story itself, when God created man and he was satisfied and he looked at him and said, all is good. It's, it's, it's an issue of wellness and mental health. That, that, that's where it starts. And even when Christ came saying, uh, um, the spirit of the Lord on Luke chapter 4 is upon me, has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, to the oppressed. It's all the issues of mental health. Once all those things are addressed and uh, uh, people are living in peace and they are not um, um, facing any challenge, they are not oppressed and uh, there's no anxiety. And even in the book of John, when he said, uh, I came that might have life and have life in abundance. So when you look at it as Christians, we believe that there is um, um, uh, mental health issues uh, that can um, uh, uh, trouble people, but also, um, even though it's not uh, mentioned explicitly, you can uh, actually, uh, we need to appreciate that uh, there is a very thin dividing line within Christianity uh, between uh, uh, demonic things and the mental health, uh, of which is something that people need to understand just today. Looking at the issues that are affecting us, I think one of the issues that you mentioned explicitly is mental health. Because Jesus was meant to, uh, his mission was to address the issues that were affecting people uh, in their day-to-day uh, -day living. So in the long and short of it, yes, in Christianity, um, there is uh, we, uh, that appreciation and understanding that uh, mental health issues are a challenge. Okay, but in that Christianity world, are you also having people that would come to you asking uh, asking for help in terms of uh, their well-being? Uh, yes, uh, people do come. Mm -hmm. uh, at times, they will not even mention that I'm, I'm having a, a, a mental health issue. But from the issues being discussed, that's when you can realize that uh, this person has got a mental health issue. During counseling sessions, you can tell from what um, she, she was saying about... Uh, issues of um, uh, sexual abuse, uh, issues of violence, uh, domestic violence, all those issues, they, 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 they attribute to, to, to mental health issues. So quite a number of people, but the, 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 the challenge is most of the people don't even realize that uh, they've got mental health issues, but they are so, so prevalent even within the Christian community. Okay, thank you so much, Rev. Over to you, Mr. Mutandi. Do you believe that mental health problems actually exist in our society? Yeah, actually, uh, mental health in our African traditional religion, uh, it has been existing. Okay. 
uh, we we look at our approaches in a holistic way, whereby we look into the spiritual side and the physical side. Okay. So with the spiritual side, normally we, uh, what we understand from we've got also attacks from of witchcraft, which we call the doma. Okay. We have, and we, we have got also issues to do with the avenging spirits. Okay. Uh, which is part of what mental health. Even if you don't pay local now, if you don't move, you might understand. But also, you can never also mental health. If we, uh, that is on our spiritual side, which we check and see as traditional healers. Uh, and uh, it has been existing. There. We have got some kind of rituals which are done. Okay. Uh, which we do in our traditional healing practice, uh, trying to put off the evil spirits. It's also part of the men mental health. Okay. Yes. So with mental health in our African traditional religion, it has been there. It has got some. We have got the existence of it. Okay. And uh, it's now somewhat different. If even if you know of was. Okay. Yes, which we call if you kill someone, uh, you know the, the, that the one whom you kill uh, will, will also come and haunt you. You are being affected with mental health. That's the way our way of approach with the traditional healing side, with our African traditional religion. We normally look to the spiritual side, then we check also the, the physical side. That's what we do. Okay. So in terms of now you're checking the physical side, because you've mentioned about how you can help someone through rituals in the spiritual world. Yes. How about the physical side? Now, how do you help them to, to uh, deal with their mental health problems? With the mental health, that's what we, we can, we've got some way of doing some ritual cleansing and the likes, even making some ritual prayers, giving some kind of medication. But you should check and see the way that actually is the mental health coming from. If it is of not paying your mind, it is affecting you. If, it, if you have got an attack of anxiety, if it is the thing that is causing you even having that kind of hallucination or the hearing of voices, we will try to cause check if it is from the witchcraft. So that we you know how best we can deal with it. In, in yeah, if we, are, if we are doing our ritual uh, healing and the ritual uh, cleansing, that's what, what with the traditional healers. The side sometimes if someone is is got an attack of shidoma, yeah, if it is an attack of shidoma, uh, is what we really understand that I know this one is having mental, mental health because he'll be, he'll be hearing voices and talking on his own. And uh, we have got some kind of rituals which we sometimes we use some chickens in our, our traditional healers normally. That's where they can use the chicken to drive off the bad spirit which is affecting the person. Okay. So we understand it's it's evil. Is we understand it, it's something we we don't take mental health as a, something that just come in our African traditional religion. 
we might see that one might fall into that problem because probably didn't pay lobola probably it's either he killed someone it's, it's coming as a form of an avenging spirit or an attack from the stomach we take we also uh, we, we think of witchcraft also has got something to do with mental illness okay in our african traditional ring because of our beliefs okay yes Yes, um, uh, thank you so much, Mr. Tandy. But in an instance whereby, let's say, given an ex giving an example, that I, I am stressed, I am suffering from stress, I've got issues that are depressing me, and then I come for help. How then do you help me? Because this is more of a physical side. Yeah, with the physical side, first we check with the, the spiritual side, how your ancestors, your okay. guides. All right. Yes. Yeah, are they protecting or probably they are not if they are not protecting you, and what is it made you to fall into that problem? So okay. then we come up to the physical side. That is where it will be if you are to do some ritual prayers for you, if you are to do a kind of a cleansing, but we first check with the spiritual side first. Okay. Ahead. Thank you so much, Mr. Tandy. Now coming over to you, Jesse, can you please give us a list um a brief um a brief explanation on what you think is really causing the, the increase of suicide cases in Zimbabwe right now. Thank you for asking that million dollar question. <laughs> but I want to say, I want to start by saying that this is a global issue. The, the rise in suicide cases, it's just not a Zimbabwe thing. It is a global thing. And according to the World Health Organization, in 2019, 703,000 people lost their lives to suicide. Mm. And they also say that every 40 seconds, someone is taking their life through suicide. And uh, furthermore, for one successful suicide, there are 20 attempts, oh, okay. um, of which one of the high-risk factors for committing suicide is someone who ever tried to commit suicide before. Mm -hmm. So that just gives you a picture of how um, the, the, the issues is the issues are quite um, at, at a global level. But then uh, looking at probably the causes both at, at global and local level, I think we could say that it could be mainly related to the issues of pressure and stress that people are going through. Our world is changing. There's a lot of disruption that is happening in our world. The way we used to do life in the 80s has just changed. The speed at which life is going has changed. We are now moving to the 5G. And sometimes our systems were not created by God to move at such a speed. Okay. We have to be doing so many things at the same time. So at the end of the day, the level of stress are always rising. And now the biggest challenge being that we have not been taught on how to manage our stress effectively. Okay. Therefore, the people who end up committing suicide, like there was a research that was saying probably up to about 54% of people who commit suicide are because they will be experiencing depression. They will be going through a depression. And then the other 40 something percent is because someone just was just got first with a situation that they were not able to deal with. And as a result, they end up um, experiencing so much pressure that their system or their body cannot handle and they end up um, committing suicide. So in, in, in summary, I could say people are going through so much 
um, but people, the, the level of pressure has not been matched with the level of tools that we can use to manage stress and pressure at any given time in our lives. So the changes that are happening uh, in the world, they're actually making people uh, stressed. Absolutely. Okay. Globalization, mm. um, the COVID-19, actually, the, there was a research which was saying that there was a, a surge in mental health cases following COVID. And I think that is obvious for all, all of us because everyone was stressed during COVID. You were stressed that maybe I'll, I'll, I'm going to catch the, the virus or you were so scared that my loved one will catch the virus. Am I going to die? Am I going to get sick? Am I going to need a ventilator? Will I find a, a bed in hospital if this happens? If my loved one... So there was... And then the lockdown on its own, the isolation, the quarantine, all those things had a huge, enormous impact on our brains. And then when our brains are put through that much pressure, sometimes the we we, we experience what uh, they call in medical terms, brain uh, chemical uh, brain imbalances. And then at the end of the day, someone uh, succumbs into a mental health condition. Thank you so much. Um, over to you, Rev. What do you think is causing the rise of suicide cases in the country right now? Uh, uh, thank you very much, uh, Elizabeth. Um, there are quite a number of um, issues at play. Uh, like what Jesse mentioned, she mentioned um, most of the things, uh, especially after the COVID, the, the COVID era, the number of suicide cases have just um, uh, risen. Um, uh, quite a number of people lost their sources of livelihood, and number of things happened, and also the economic situation mm -hmm. here in Zimbabwe has caused a number of uh, suicide cases as well, uh, because people are people, people are struggling. struggling. Some, some lost their jobs. Some, some um, cannot fend for their families. Some even change of lifestyle. A person who used to earn a lot and now everything crumbles and starting to readjust to a, a certain level of life. All those things are some of the major issues just adding on on what uh, Jess have just mentioned. Now, uh, the economic problems that people are facing and all those other challenges. Why is it these cases are rising now? Because if you look uh, back, back, in, back in, in the history, people have always had economic hardships people have always had all those other challenges that, that we are facing now. Why is it we're now having the, 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 these problems now? Um, uh, uh, I think um, the other challenge is that uh, the coping mechanisms themselves mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, world that we are living in now, people are so isolated. The, at times, people are not um, bold enough to open up on the challenges that they are facing. Uh, and also uh, the element of being a society is no longer there. So everyone is just uh, each man for himself and God for us all. And some people don't have um, uh, the opportunity to find someone to share with. And uh, and also, as you said, that, that these problems uh, have always been there, but the levels also change. So the, the levels just change and you can realize that everyone is just um, uh, trying to save no time to look at the other person now. And uh, particularly here in Africa, uh, we, we are people who used to, as a, to live as a community with each other. But these days, uh, our
would want to think, I would like to believe that one of the things that has caused uh, suicides is the drug and substance abuse among young people. Yeah, it, it is now very prevalent and uh, it's something that has uh, caused the, uh, the rise in suicide cases as well. What is something that the society has not really uh, understood that it's among us and it's affecting quite a number, especially to the young people. And some of them who are indulging in it and uh, they find some uh, themselves in trouble and they end up committing suicide. So it's something that is really happening now. Do you think that um, this whole globalization concept and this whole uh, technological advancement is also causing uh, an increase into mental health problems? Uh, thank you so much. Um, this is reality. Um, when you look at way back, I think from what we've encountered and what we've had and so forth, uh, people live, used to live like a family, like what Trevor was saying. The aspect of Ubuntu was amongst people. So that uh, whenever somebody encounters a problem, he knows who to tell. Even the next person, no matter how much they know each, he could actually pour down and say out his issue, in, uh, his issue. And then that person would actually offer help. But these days, at times, you find that people are now uh, self-centered. They don't have time for the next person. So each time, whenever I've got a problem, even if I know this person might love me, or if I might actually suspect what is the person going to say if I tell him my issue? What is he going to say? What is he going to say about me and so forth? So because of that, I started having a lot of issues within my mind, and that should lead me not to share my issue with anybody else. So those are some of the issues which are actually, which are actually happening. And another thing is, whenever you're looking at the aspect of technology, I think technology led uh, the young people to be uh, more of uh, people who needs to see what's behind the sun and so forth. They explain many number of aspects, a number of issues. Because whenever you're looking at the, the drug and substance abuse, some of the populations of those uh, drugs and so forth, you wonder how can someone think maybe a glob you can actually paint it and actually extract something to uh, to, to smoke. So people, because of technology, they are now um, uh, they are now actually discovering funny things which actually dispose them to some uh, form of mental illness. So we're saying that people have the spirit of Ubuntu, they are now too individualistic these days. That's very true. Okay, and also social media is also causing these problems. That's very true. Over to you, Mr. Mutandi. Do you think that uh, this changing world is affecting us in our society? Yes, with this changing world, I can see that uh, especially young people, mm -hmm. uh, they are now with... with since they are taking this drug substance and also with the economic challenges is also contributing. But we understand also from our traditional point of view, like if you don't have issues to do with spirituality, which have been existing long before, like if you don't pay Lobola and it also comes to affect you. And in our African traditional religion, we understand uh, when one commits suicide, it's like uh, it, 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 it's not just, it, it, it does not just happen to be something new, but it has got a record. It goes with the family line, the lineage. Normally, it's not uh, easy for someone to commit suicide in our African traditional religion. It used to be a form of a taboo to see someone committing suicide. And you can see how we, and even the burial system of the someone who, who commits suicide, we are not allowed even to cry, even to mourn 
the one who commits suicide. So we try to separate the one who commits suicide as a way of closing gaps so that in, in, in line to family, uh, you won't see someone also committing suicide because in our spiritual world, what we believe in, it's like you were, uh, in our African traditional religion, when one dies, he, he goes to his own tribe. That's in our belief yes, in our African traditional religion. So even if one commits suicide, we have got a kind of a, a way of bearing that very kind of person to separate we, so that she, she, he or she wants even try to call others to die in that same way. That used to be in our, our culture, used to separate it to, uh, so that others won't die the same way like that. But nowadays, we, with what we are seeing, it's more like uh, it's, uh, in the young people, they are taking a lot of the drugs, Toriro, or what that, yeah, like Shimbua, what is happening. They can easily commit suicide due to some unemployment problem, economic hardships. Is also what we can see that young people are, uh, because uh, young people are doing, which is somewhat different in our African traditional religion. Because committing suicide wasn't something, it was a form of a taboo. It was not so common to see someone committing suicide. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think with this global world, with what is happening, uh, we used to live in an extended family whereby we used to have uh, uh, people have to, if we are having some problems uh, in, in the extended family, the auntie, the, the grandfathers, they used to, to play their part. But now, since now we are, people are very isolated. There is no longer the extended family uh, whereby if I can, if I take my own drugs, no, I'll think on my own way. But that's the way how the world is. It's now changing. It's quite different. We are no longer more like what we used to be as a family. Yeah, people are too isolated. Yeah, those are the other issues which we can see. If we could follow African traditional religion, because Otherwise, we could do, try to find uh, our position. Okay. And like uh, we know with this global world, we should learn to pick some and throw some, especially with this youth. Uh, uh, I understand we, uh, this Torino, which we do, is something new to us. We, we don't know about that. It, it, it's, it's, a, a lot of them will take Torino, they, they commit suicide. I understand. Yeah, but it wasn't so common okay. to see people committing suicide in our African traditional religion. All right. Yeah, I think it's because of the economic hardships, which is causing the people to indulge into this kind of, by taking these substances. Okay. Yes. All right, just to take you back a little bit, what is the, the proverb that you use? But When I say that, it's more like uh, uh, this, uh, 
young children, it's now different. Mm -hmm. I think they, my youth, they starting their own new world, which is quite somewhat different from us because in our tradition, we used to, to my father, way my father, what my father did, I must also what, do what he did. That used to be the, what our African traditional religion. But in our days, you can see, because they do young young people, they don't have time to listen to their what their fathers. They, they get, because they spend much of the time. Probably the social media, I think, is something which is also having a problem to it. Because my even my child cannot listen to me. Yeah, because the. He no longer, but long back, we, they used to listen to us. To what, and, and, and then, nowadays, uh, they enjoy the social media system. And they, if they go to school, after school, they come home, they don't have time for, to sit with the parents. Somehow, I might be talking to my child, we should, should be, he or he will be busy on the phone talking to a boyfriend or something different, which is quite, I think that's the global world I do. Yeah, but the, uh, I think yeah, we, we can blame also these new dynamics. Okay. Changes, yes. Let me sum it because uh, we need our identities as as Mm. Okay, thank you so much, Mr. Mtandi. Over to you, Rev. Do you think that suicide is somewhere somehow linked to spirituality? Um, what I can say is that um, yes and no. Okay. Because um, we wouldn't want to overemphasize the spiritual side of it, but obviously. It is because we are spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. when, my, when my spirit is troubled, that's where the issues of mental health starts. And uh, for me, that way, I, I can say yes, this is why I say yes. Although, like uh, um, uh, what uh, Mr. Mtanti was, was saying, uh, that there might be other uh, spiritual things behind uh, yes, as Africans, people can believe that. But I, I, I personally believe that uh, once the spiritual state of a person is, is, uh, is troubled, it affects his mental health, and then it can lead to it can lead to to to, to suicide. So that's the spiritual element. But the, by and large, the whole issue is that when uh, a person is troubled and has failed to, to find solutions or to find a better way of coping with uh, uh, the issues of life and the issues that that person will be facing. That's, a, that's what results in, 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 in a person committing uh, a suicide. So this is why I said yes and no, because I wouldn't want to, to overemphasize the, 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 the spiritual side, which we know we cannot control. But I believe that the issues of mental health are issues that can be addressed. That it's not something that, be, that is beyond what we can do. Because uh, 
I, 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 um, um, I, I want to run away from the idea that uh, there are some uh, mental health issues that may lead to um, uh, someone to, to commit suicide as, as spiritual, they cannot be uh, solved, then uh, no human person can avoid it or can address it. But uh, I, I believe that uh, the most important thing is to create the environment um, that will make, uh, uh, that will lessen the challenges of mental health and uh, ultimately the challenges that we are facing of uh, um, of uh, the rise in in, uh, in suicide. For mm. being told to go to church for for prayers so that they can be uh, prayed for because they believe that mental health problems they are demonic. Do you think that that is linked? Um, prayer. Um, I, I believe in the power of prayer. Mm -hmm. Prayer. Um, I, 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 I I'll give you an example of somebody who is suffering from from cancer. We can pray for that person, but also because we believe that God heals, but also we encourage that person to seek professional help. So because also God uses those professionals to administer, uh, say, uh, uh, chemotherapy. So we pray and seek help at the same time. So when somebody is referred to church to uh, something, if he's, uh, he's got a mental uh, health issue and has been referred to church, yes, we pray, but uh, we also advise people to seek professional help. So that is, we pray. We also pray for those, for those specialists who offer professional help so that God may continue to give them wisdom. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of... Uh, the story in the look in the book of Luke chapter ten, the Good Samaritan, that uh, Jesus uh, gives an example, gives tells that story. Uh, what that man who had been beaten uh, wanted was somebody to take care of him, somebody to bandage the wounds, somebody to accompany that person until that person uh, recovers. So it's the same thing, because we we the, the, we we need to appreciate that mental health issues that may lead people to commit suicide. Uh, it's a it's a condition that can um, uh, address. It's a condition that uh, we are capable of creating an environment to accompany those people and to to help them so that they can be restored to a good uh, state of mental health. Trev, um, over to you, Jesse. What do you think are the effects of mental health problems? Uh, when we are talking about the main effects of mental health, I think um, that's, that's quite uh, broad because uh, when you're looking at uh, mental health, you're saying uh, the normal state of the individual has been altered. So when you're looking at a human being as a whole, uh, the mental state is one of the determinants of the lifestyle of somebody. So whenever this, uh, the whole engine is altered, it means everything is now altered. So some of the effects, they actually range. We are looking at the the upkeep or gen the general awareness of the person is affected. The normal living, so let's say you are, you are supposed to wake up in the morning, you go to the toilet, you bath, you, you cook, you eat and so forth. That process can actually be altered. So that's one of the e effects that, can, that we can actually find uh, in relation to mental health. Then the second one, we might actually look at uh, uh, once this uh, happens, we are saying this may not affect that, affect that individual only, but we can actually stretch now to the next person 
you are used to care for this person or maybe for your kids, but you can no longer go to work to care for that person. So automatically, uh, the lifestyle of that kid has been affected as well. So then you're supposed to work for the nation and have food on the table and then that nation moves forward. But now that you're not working because of Ntoro, you're, you're just somewhere, you're not, you're not able to perform. It means also means that uh, the, the, the status of the country has been affected. So production, self-production, the national production is something that can be affected. And then at most, we are looking at your health status. You're no longer well. So that means uh, you now need to, uh, to seek for help. You now need somebody who can actually help you, the medical attention, the medical care, so that you uh, get back to your normal state so that you can actually operate. So over to you, Jesse. How do you then identify that someone is going through um, mental health issues? Okay, there are so many things that may be your warning signs or your red lights to say someone could be going through a mental health issue and they also differ according to what condition that a person could be suffering from but in general when um i think i gave an example earlier on that sometimes after leaving this place i probably go home and i discover that there is no zesa and then i just panic and i get into a panic attack something like that we we cannot go around saying that i have a mental health condition but i'm just mentally unwell at that point um they there are times when someone experiences some of the symptoms that i'm going to discuss here it does not necessarily mean that this person is a mental health condition because some of the emotions that we go through are very natural and normal for human beings to go through because of the experiences that we go through i mean we go through emotions good and bad it just shows that we are alive Right now, when some of the symptoms that I'm going to highlight here have carried on for days, uh, weeks, months, and years nonstop, or you're having those symptoms more than you feeling well, then it becomes a matter of concern. And I want to um, echo what Reverend said to, 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 to the effect that Whenever you find yourself experiencing such things, it is highly recommended that you go to seek medical assistance before things get out of hand because early intervention is something that is always recommended. I mean, it, be it cancer, be it high blood pressure, be it any condition, if, if you get help at the early stages, then it's much easier to get help. And it also much easier sometimes to recover fully because there are people who recover fully from mental health conditions like fully fully but there are some people who then have to um, live with the condition but they will be on treatment and on other um, self-care um, um, uh, self-care methods that they could be using so um, these are some of the things that someone if they experience they may need to get checked and just be sure that it's not just a normal thing, but it is mental health related. So we have things like uh, chronic sadness. Sometimes you feel sad for no apparent reason at all. Or sometimes something that happens, which is really uh, not that important, something very minor, and then you are sad for days. It could be an indication that something is wrong. And then sometimes 
people get so confused. You you usually uh, uh, were very sharp when you were doing your work or when you're talking to people, but all of a sudden you discover that you struggle to reason, you struggle to to think, you are feeling confused and um, your ability to concentrate has just been reduced. Sometimes it could be a sign that something is wrong. And then sometimes someone could go through excessive fear, right? Um, or excessive worry over nothing. You just wake up and you're like shaking and you feel like something is just going to go wrong. Yet there is nothing that would have gone wrong or there is no indication that something is going to go wrong. That could be an indication that something is wrong. Or sometimes it's just extreme feelings of guilt. You did something very small. I mean, you just, you know, took a sweet without having to ask for permission and you spent two weeks feeling guilty about it. It's just an indication that something is not right with the with the with the system and sometimes it's extreme mood changes one day you are nice you are talking to people and in a second you just snap to the effect that people can actually run away from you so like you know highs and lows very rapid highs and lows could be an indication that something is wrong and then one of the major one uh, major red lights especially for kids it's withdrawal when someone just withdraws, usually you are the kind of person who loves to go out with your friends, hanging out, having fun. And all of a sudden you start giving excuses, endless excuses to your friends or to your family. No, this weekend I can't come and you actually lie. I'm actually out of the country. Why? Because you just feel like you want to stay in your room and you want to sleep. And usually we find that kids uh, have a tendency. Yes, it's part of teenagehood. It's part of growing. But there is a level that then exceeds just a teenage thing that parents need to start worrying about. And then sometimes it's excessive tiredness. You sleep for nine hours, but you wake up feeling so tired. You're just exhausted. You know, you try taking um, this energy drink and, and that concussion, but the tiredness does not go away. Yes, there are many other conditions that could cause that kind of tiredness, but it just could be a sign that there are issues coming um, your way. And sometimes you find that this, this one is probably the most common ones. This is what we usually refer to as, as a mental illness. This is where you are talking to someone and you realize that they're actually giving you responses to things that you haven't said. You're asking about your day and they are telling you about something else completely different. Then you can see that someone is delusional. And then definitely that is a clear sign that someone is, is, is not... Um, um, well at all mentally and sometimes as, as he said it's just inability to cope with life usually you would go to work and your boss gives you a certain number of of, of files to to work on you use you used to work on them by three o'clock you are done and you wait to go home and all of a sudden you just work on two files and you can't cope you just feel like I'm, I, I can't you know it's like your system is on freeze that could be an indication that um something is 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 going wrong and then sometimes um some of the symptoms that you could be having some problems is um uh irregular eating habits you are either eating too much or you don't have an appetite at all that could be an indication so like i said there are so many other conditions that could be that could actually give rise to such symptoms so it's not always uh, recommended for you to quickly say just because I have this and that, I could be having a mental health condition. I need to rush and, and, and get this treatment. It's always recommended that someone needs to go to a medical 
practitioner who will then do proper di uh, diagnosis and then they are put on treatment because there are some other conditions that imitate the same symptoms with mental health conditions. So it's always, always important. Yes, take note. Yes, be self, uh, be aware of how you're feeling all the time so that you can quickly say, I might not be feeling well and then you quickly uh, get yourself helped. So speaking about... Um there's uh, problems I just see. Let's say I have a friend who's going through the same problems. Right. How do I tell that this person is suffering from mental health challenges? Because mm -hmm. at times it could be normal mood swings, mm -hmm. or if it's a girl, it's probably because she's in a menstrual cycle. Right. So how then do I identify that the next person is going through those problems? It's, it's the period. Hmm. If your friend, you know that this girl at this uh, time of the month, she's usually moody and stuff like that. Then you know uh, it's that time of the month. But then if you see that your friend is going through um, mood swings throughout the month, throughout the quarter, throughout the year, then definitely there is a problem. So one of the indicators is the number one is that the time that this person has been going through this. And also sometimes it's the intensity because there's a normal sadness and then there's a sadness which is beyond understanding where sometimes you find that someone is just crying for no reason. They are crying the whole day. You ask her, what is the problem? They don't even know what the problem is. They end up lying to you so that at least they look like they are okay when they are not. So I think it's, it's the season or the period that your friend or your loved one um, experiences those symptoms and also the intensity. And also sometimes when you talk to them, and you try to figure out what it is that's both, both uh, bothering them and you discover that the reasons are really, you know, not justified, then it could be an indication that this person is suffering from, has developed uh, a mental health condition. Okay, that's very true because I've experienced uh, situations whereby you know that even if it's at school, be it at work, there are certain individuals that are just... Uh, called by names because of their attitude because of their mood swings and actually they end up being um separated from the others they actually face stigma from from the other colleagues mm -hmm. so that actually means that person actually going through some problems mm -hmm. so if you now notice that there's someone who's going through mental health problems how do you deal with that do you talk to that person or you look for someone who can help them depending on how close you are to this person it's important for you to talk to that person and, and you just tell them that you are concerned about their behavior of let. Is, is anything going well or not well with you? Are there problems at home? Is it school? You try to find out from your friend or from your loved one what is going on. So talking to that person is very critical because sometimes in in most cases, when you start talking to someone, in, in most cases, okay, there are other people who just close up completely until you just hear that they've committed suicide. But in most cases, when you engage someone somehow and, and you show that you really are concerned and you are caring and you are there for them, they, they will pour out to you. And sometimes the fact that I've spoken to so many people whom after just pouring out to me, they actually felt better and I'll be checking on them later on. Then they say, I know, you know what, I'm okay, I'm okay. So sometimes someone, what someone needs is someone to talk to. So number one, it's very important to talk to that person and find out what it is really that is going on with them. If it is something that the two of you can talk about and resolve, then go ahead and do it. But if you discover that this case, or probably you discover that this friend is telling you something that is not real, that is when you probably need, if, it, if, it, if it's your friend and you're young, you need to probably engage their, 
their family to say, you know what, I'm just concerned. I think you need to check out on so-and-so because of, of what they are doing. And then you get help. And sometimes you might need maybe the problem that your friend has is his or her family. You might actually need to say to them, look, can I go with you to look for someone that can help you? And I think the most, uh, the, the, the first place that we can think of is to go and look for a medical doctor. Yes, they will then recommend you to go to a psychiatrist or to a psychologist, but because we want to get checked first at first entry, it's important to say, can I go with you to see a medical doctor? If they don't want to say, okay, can we at least go and see a, a, a counselor or at least can we go and see a pastor, right? So it's, it's, it's important to always make sure that you are closer to your friend, you are asking them, you understand what it is they are going through, you offer to help. Sometimes you may not even need to say anything to them because sometimes the things that we say may actually make them feel worse. I think he mentioned it. So sometimes it's just to sit and, and say nothing and do nothing and keep asking, what else can I do to help you? What would you like me to do for you? And sometimes in most cases, someone will open up to you and they're able. And then sometimes you may realize that they really you know, are not opening up at all. This is when you may need to really reach out, even go to uh, the nearest uh, medical center that you know and say, you know what, I have a friend, but I don't even know what to do. Can you help? They will definitely know what to do. So the very important thing that we, we need to do as, as humanity, as human beings, as families and friends, let's always be on the lookout for our friends. Let's look out for major changes that has taken place in terms of how this person uh, speaks, how this person interacts, so that we are quick to reach out and assist. In most cases, if you listen to some of the testimonials of people who committed, who attempted suicide, they'll tell you that, you know what, all I wanted was someone to see that I was not okay and check out with me. But no matter, you know, I, I, I often see on social media when uh, someone probably commits suicide and people are talking about it and people are busy saying, ah, that was just attention seeking. And people don't really understand the intensity of what someone goes through before they commit suicide. In fact, everybody that commits suicide does not want to die. They just want to escape the pain that they are going through. And in most cases, someone gets to the point of committing suicide because they've realized that no one cares. They do all those attention seeking. And for your information, attention seeking is a red sign. When someone is seeking attention, something is not right. Because if you are well and okay, why would you seek anyone's attention? <laughs> not in that way. Not okay. in that way. Okay. All right. Before we go move on, we just have a comment here on our Zoom. There's uh, one from Winnet Bander. She was saying that I think I got confused along the way. The way mental health was defined by Josie and how it was described by Prince, it seems the way we understand mental health and Christianity side is different from Atiara. Prince talked about avenging spirits. Does it mean if a person has mental disorder, that person has mental health uh, mental health condition? I'm confused. So I think I'll uh, give this to Jersey to respond and also to give it to Mr. Mutandi to respond. It's quite a, a difficult question. <laughs> I should say, but, but my, my understanding is that whatever cause it is, whatever it is that has caused someone to, to be unwell, 
it has disrupted the way their brain functions. Because for you to be said to be having a mental health condition means that your brain is not functioning well. So whether it's a spiritual attack, whether it's Ngozi, whether it's an environmental issue, whether it's a brain chemical issue, whether it's, it's, it's something that you took from your mom, it's, it's all a condition because it works with the mind. I was talking to this uh, person the other day and I was saying, you know what, I, I still believe that if someone bewitches you, they've dealt with your mind because this is where the disruption takes place. They have found a way of uh, sneaking into, you know, breaking your, your protocols, whatever it is, and, and accessing your brain and they tempered with the way your brain functions. So yes, I, I would say that whether someone, whatever reason it is, the, the reason why I did not include spiritual issues on my list of uh, the causes is because, um, you know how it is with spiritual issues, uh, the, 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 how the authorities uh, that be usually do not regard the spiritual issues as something to, to not, or they don't even um, agree that these things are there. But as we all know as Africans, those things are there, and all those things. And that same cause, whether or whatever it is, it messes with your brain. Therefore, it becomes a mental health condition. And then this is dealt with, well, I wouldn't know, but I still believe that um, the same methods that is used for treating someone um, whose, whose, whose condition was caused by brain chemicals, you never know how God works, can actually work when someone then... <laughs> gets on treatment, they get some antidepressants and voila, the demons flee away. <laughs> on Mina's question. Yeah, actually with the way it's different from the Christian way in, the, in the, our African traditional religion, especially when we are talking in terms to avenging spirit, mm. uh, the spiritual world people, they don't understand. I know really, but uh, the spiritual world also has got a part to play with the mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, in our African traditional religion, we, we've got beliefs, we, our norms and the values. Uh, if it is like, uh, you know, it also affects, you will be affected mentally. Yeah. Yes. Even your mother the way, is alive, but your ancestors, they won't be happy that you, you yourself, you are kind of, you see, you end up affected with mental health. And also we've got to be the avenging spirits. With these avenging spirits, uh, in our belief is, uh, in our African traditional religion, when one dies, actually, uh, you go to his or your own tribe, and they will be, we don't believe we, we are some in our hierarchy of uh, prayers is different from the Christianity way because we we go through we start from the family spirit then to our to the our sister our God we talk, talk of the supreme God is the last is hard for us to talk directly to the God and we believe that after when one dies you'll be actually received with his uh, 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 and the, the tribe, they, they will tell you what kind of, was it a good death? If it was a bad death, they will say they can give, empower you to go and fight back, coming as a form of what? A spirit. 
which we call the avenging spirit. You see, yes. and that avenging spirit, it has got its own way. If you are supposed to pay back, isn't it? If we ever heard of a case that happens in in Gweru of Machaya's case, that whereby people uh, say to pay those kettles as a way of paying back the avenging spirit. So we should also look at those angles, which are, I don't know, how do, you, do you cancel that? Does they, it go for canceling avenging spirit? I don't know. It's, it might sound somewhat, somewhat different. Okay. Can you go for canceling? If, it, if you are entitled to pay. <laughs> Is it? But it sounds so different from the African traditional perspective. When we take talk in terms of avenging spirit. Okay. Yes. It, sometimes it doesn't need to, for you to go for counseling when seek counselors. You're entitled to pay back. Yeah. And moreover, you can we have got also issues to do with the how these counselors they handle the cases of an avenging spirit. Yeah, they must refer to the traditional healers to know these cases. If you can see someone who is in transform, you'll be talking in voices. And you are what how do you that kind of a person? That aspect of the spiritual aspect, actually, I know with medical doctors, they don't understand when someone is probably be possessed with his ancestor, he is, is a spirit, probably. It's mentally, that form of mental, when one is in spiritual position, in transform, isn't it mental health? Or even having some kind of bad dreams, nightmares? Isn't it mental health? Yeah, so in our in our uh, our traditional religion, we have got some kind of rituals which are done to heal that kind of uh, mental health, which is somehow associated with the the spiritual thing, the spiritual side. We mustn't just look at the physical side. Let's look also to the spiritual side, so that yeah, if you combine the two, you will find a better way of healing the person. That is what we understand. Thank you, Mr. Mtandi. I'll also give Reverend to give a comment on this issue. Um, I, I want to start with uh, what Jesse said about um, some of them um, uh, seeking attention. Uh, of an experience that I had um, of one of um, um, uh, our church members who came to my house early in the morning and, uh, with his wife and the, the wife was saying, I've brought him. He wants to commit suicide. Then I said, let me talk to him. And I just asked him, is it true that you want to commit suicide? And he said, yes. Then I said, go ahead. And he laughed. <laughs> he said, how can you say that? And I told him that uh, I, yesterday I was at, uh, at Mata Day Hospital praying for some people who were saying, please, please pray for me. I don't want to die. But you want to die. Uh, that's your wish. I will grant you the wish. Then he laughed and from there we talked and the issue, it was only an issue of um, attention seeking. Um, uh, coming back to, to, to the issue that um, we, we, we are discussing here, it, um, the issues here is, um, it's, it's, it's another area that is very complex that we, we, we might get into, um, like what um, he was saying that um, the issue of uh, someone just needs to if you have to, to, to pay back, 
uh, does that person need um, a counseling and uh, <clears throat> and uh, professional help? Yeah, but as a Christian, for 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 me, the the first point of call is to pray for 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 the person who is in whatever condition, and and, and uh, that's where we we I I. We, we 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 differ with my brother that uh, after praying I don't refer people to him obviously. <laughs> I, I prefer I, I refer the people for 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 medical for for for, for medical um, uh, attention for to, to to the professionals, but uh, the because the whole issue of, of uh, what uh, Prince is saying and uh, uh, the people need to be paying back what. That's the that's the aspect that, that that that's the core of African traditional religion, of which as Christians we 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 see things and we believe things differently. That uh, once we pray, we we believe that uh, the second post, uh, port of call is to to seek medical attention, uh, like what Jesse was saying. That some sometimes you you that person can be on uh, it can be healed completely. Or that person can can do treatment, depressing the condition. We have witnessed that, and uh, people are living in that condition. Um, just to take you back, Rev, on on the aspect of uh, making people pay, let's say if they killed someone or stolen something. Where in the instances in the Bible whereby people were asked to pay, if they kill someone, they were asked to give their lamps or something like that. Uh, yes. Uh, that's that what the, in the Bible has got stories of, 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 of such cases of uh, people paying back uh, what if you steal someone's thing or if you have killed somebody in the Old Testament. That now with the, uh, with, with the coming of Christ uh, dying on the cross for all of us and uh, the forgiveness coming from God himself, from Christ himself, the, uh, that, that era of uh, um, uh, paying lambs to, for his rest, uh, as a uh, trying to redeem somebody who have done something, the blood of Christ is what we believe that he has paid it all. And for as long as somebody confesses that the most important thing is to accept that I was wrong and I need to be forgiven. Then when we go back to the issues of how uh, people live in the societies, in the African traditional religion, but even in the African culture, not really traditional religion, there's uh, some people... Uh, but may feel compelled that we need to give something. There are also cases here in Zimbabwe where somebody would have committed murder and people would want to pay something and people would say, no, you don't have to pay. You, you, can, you, you can't replace the life. For what we wanted is justice, that you accept that what you did was wrong and we move on with life. It has happened. All right. Thank you so much, Rev, for clearing that. Over to you, Jesse. Jesse, what's the comment? Uh, thank you so much. Um, I wanted to comment, maybe I, I wanted to try to, to simplify what we understand by mental health. Uh, I can safely say maybe this is how uh, somebody feels, how somebody acts or somebody how somebody thinks in response to, the, to certain items or so. For instance, we are saying uh, people are very, very so much different and we expect people to think uh, differently. But also, sometimes whenever you see somebody, the way he normally acts outside what the person used to do. For instance, today you see that somebody just running by, and then the next day, the person is running, 
But initially, that person used to walk along the way. You might need to find out why is the person running. So that deviation from how somebody thinks, acts, and responds to things can actually depict a, a state of a, a mental problem, mental illness. So, for instance, uh, here we are talking about uh, uh, the issue of uh, making healthy choices or healthy decisions. We expect uh, every human being to make some healthy choices or healthy decisions. But whenever you see somebody, despite whatever the way person thinks, making some choices which are not healthy, you might actually check that as a mental problem or a mental uh, illness. So uh, what uh, Mr. Mchandu was saying, those are some of the maybe uh, the, 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 the predisposing factors according to them, which might actually lead to alteration of how somebody thinks, perceives things, and also how somebody uh, acts and responds. So in this case, we are saying, uh, despite whatever you are coming from, whatever background you are coming from, if you find that there is a change from how you used to think, and you find that maybe there is no uh, healthy decision that we are making, that might actually be uh, a red spot. Suspect maybe there's a mental problem, or maybe there's uh, a, a, a mental issue, and that needs attention. It seems like people are really interested about the whole aspect of spirituality. There's another comment online uh, from Rev C. Takundwa. Um, saying, can we really say members of the society are affected by avenging spirits, which need spiritual guidance and deliverance in actual fact they have mental health disturbance? So I think that has been addressed by Rev and also uh, Jersey and just Justice. Justice and Jersey have also addressed the issue and Mr. Mutandi as well. But um, I would also want to pose a question to you, Justice, in terms of uh, the male suicidal cases. What do you think is causing men to commit suicide? Okay, uh, the issue of um, mental health, mental problems, is an issue which actually cuts across um, all the, uh, despite gender or even age groups or so, cuts across. But uh, normally, let me say, what differs now is uh, when you're looking at um, uh, the women and the men, sometimes uh, the women, they're more like, uh, they expose their emotions. But whereas men, they internalize their emotions. I don't know if you're getting me. So what I'm trying to say here is, uh, in most cases, when you're looking at the women, if she has got a mental problem, she tries to hibernate, or maybe she gets into an inner room, or then she starts maybe to be lonely from other people. Then might suspect, I think there's something here. But when looking at, um, at the men, they become aggressive. He was a normal person, he used to talk well to the people, but whenever he gets home, he started harassing kids and so forth. Why are you doing this? Why have you done this and so forth? And then he talk, so I think this man was a, a problem and so And always, uh, when you're looking at, at, at men as well, sometimes they are a, a bit coercive when they have got these men of uh, health problems. They become so much coercive. They demand things to, for their own favors and so forth. So back to your question, um, most men, in most cases, they have these issues to them and they are living with them because they are internalizing them. But you can only not take note of it after maybe there's an encounter with somebody. So in this case, the fact that they internalize their issues, it means they don't have anyone to share with those issues. So this actually leads now to having more men um, uh, having these suicides because they have internalized this is so for so much and no, no, no one has actually identified that they've got such, um, such cases. And then another thing is uh, when you're looking at the rampant uh, use of uh, maybe a uh, drug and substance abuse and so forth, this might also another factor which we might uh, take 
is one of the contributing factors towards uh, the suicide of men. And because men, are, they are utilizing, they are use, making use of these drugs more than uh, what you might think of, they, they encounter such, such, uh, such scenarios. And also the issue of uh, relationships and mutual and so forth. That's what, that's what uh, the young call, call it. The issue of mutual is some that most men, they are subject to abuse, but because our society, they say a man should not cry. Whenever you talk of maybe a marriage issue, people say, ah, we are going to say. So because of that, they are moving, but they are moving uh, people who are actually uh, having some illness within them. They have no way to share. So the society, uh, what the society said is actually contributing to men internalizing issues which they are supposed to be sharing with other people so that at least they get assistance. Whereas the, 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 the female counterpart, uh, you see, you look at, at her today, she's lonely, but the next thing she's sharing with somebody, then she finds help, she's referred for some services and so forth. And so by end of the day, we are having more men are committing suicide than, uh, than women. I'll give, also give the same question to Mr. Mutandi. Why do you think that males are uh, committing suicide now? Uh, as I can see, men know why they are committing suicide. This is because, you know, men, they always want to prove themselves tough every time. You understand? They normally don't they simply do, do agree with like what women do. It's like uh, as a man, sometimes, uh, even if I'm stressed, if I'm having some challenges, it's hard for me to go and even uh talk to someone to know i'm having the problems of this i'm having some challenges sometimes it, it always it, it will be inside my, my my mind whereby i i feel shy even to talk in front of what that i yeah you, 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 they think probably you show your weakness that is if you happens to reveal your problems to someone the men feels like that to know probably if I talk my problem and discuss my problem with someone, I'm showing my weakness. So I always, I will die silent with it. You understand? That's one of the problem. And also, as I can also see, it's more like uh, we should have also a platform to engage men because we, there are so many organizations which supports a uh, uh, girl child than boy child. So that's why you can see most of the uh, uh, Men, even the boys, they, they indulge into, into drugs because they are not protected. Girls are protected more than what? Boys. Yeah, even if it happens like you are having your, your children, a boy and a girl. If the boy comes late, you don't have a problem. But if it is the girl, been six o'clock, you start to worry about her. Why is it you are coming home late like this? But for a boy, you say, I know. It's not a problem, you see. Mm. So men end up knowing that I know they are not well protected. And they, in that way, always the girl child, and they are always taken on the wrong side most of the time. I think it's because of the languages, you see. That's why they end up oh, uh, committing even suicide. Uh, they will simply die silent. They, yeah, they do not, even if you, if I happens to be beaten, if I'm having a domestic problem with my wife, if I'm beaten with my wife, if I go and report my case to the police station, 
you know, that the police will laugh at me. Why are you saying that you've been beaten by your wife? You see? So, yes. So, next, next time I don't go there, but I don't say, you see? So, that's one of the problem with me. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. I actually heard of a story of a guy who got beaten by his wife and he went to report to the, the issue to the police and, yeah, they laughed at him. And... <laughs> And the girl was like, um, I didn't I didn't have to beat her back because I, I was respecting her because she's my wife. So I think society does uh, perceive men differently. I also pose the same question to you, Jesse. Why do you think we're having uh, more suicidal cases of men? I think they have, uh, the, the, the two have actually summarized it quite well. Um, they often call it to uh, toxic masculinity. This fact that men are told to toughen up. Now, the challenge that um, this toughening up issue has in our day is because if you look at way back, I think our fathers, you know, fathers' generations, the men would spend much of their time out there in the bush, right? Hunting with the lions, snacks, and all those things. And um, when, when they started going to school, they would wake up early in the morning, go to the fields, before they come back home to go to work. So you find that at that point, men, men were trained to be tough. So naturally, they were toughened by the situations and the circumstances that they were exposed to. Now, fast forward to the 70s, 80s, 2000s. There is no going out to face the lions and then looking for the cattle and, and, and the snakes and stuff. So there is no toughening up that is happening. So men were told to be tough because they needed to be tough so that they can go out there and face the lions and, 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 and face all the, the uh, you know, um, the, the, the animals, the predators from, from devouring the, 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 they are, they are head of cattle and stuff like that. So they were told to, and they were then put into a situations that did toughen them up. But now Anajas are being called to toughen up, but with what? So it's, it's just a theory, but no practice. So there is no toughening up there. Therefore they find themselves very vulnerable when the situations and the circumstances hit them hard, they just crumble. The, uh, the World Health Organization statistics say that women are three times more likely to develop a mental health condition. So for every three women, there's one man with a mental health condition because of other reasons that probably if we had time would explain, but men are four times more likely to commit suicide. And I believe it's because of the same uh, situation that be because there is no toughening up. And as he, he said that, you know, for women, we, we were taught to say, you know, when you are, we, you know, go and talk to your mom and stuff like that. And we were just, you know, um, making sure that we, we, we got the counseling and the support that we needed. But the same is not happening to the men. Therefore, when a man is faced with circumstances that are a bit too hard for him, because he's liquid inside, there's no toughness there, it's salad only. <laughs> the next thing is, I'm going to die. And one of the reasons why then more men are likely to die than women is because men tend to use more lethal means, like the guns. You know, when a man wants to die, they will die. But with women, you are given, you are, we were told that if you want to die, take 45 tablets, they'll take 30. 
you know so that's one of the reasons why then there are more men that that are dying to suicide than that it, it, for me it's a matter of lack of toughness so we then need to come in as in individuals and as churches and organizations to say okay fine there is no more going out into the, the bush to meet the lions what can we do to toughen right. the men in our days right instead of just assuming that a man is tough he's got, oh, tough right. how when no one has taught him so we need to come up with with interventions where we need to say let's let's go you know those men's conferences that they go to i don't know what they are teaching it either but there's need to 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 take men through you know some some toughening like what the soldiers do go through you know just toughen someone up you know but in this <laughs> case we are we are not yeah. talking about the physical toughness but we are talking about the mental toughness because it's now rare for us to then find a bush where we can find lions. I mean, they will be devoured. <laughs> we then need to, 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 to deal with mental toughness more than like in the physical way, but in terms of teaching someone that if you are faced with a problem, this is how you respond. If a situation like this happened, this is how you say to yourself, because in life, what kills us, um, Elizabeth, is not what happens to us. What, what causes you to say, I'm going to co commit suicide is not just because you found your boyfriend with your best friend. No, it is how you react to what you found your friend doing with your boyfriend that causes you to then commit suicide. So we need to go through lessons and, and, and workshops on how to react in the right way so that life challenges and issues do not crush us, but we remain resilient. We may fall. There's a song that we sing at church, you know, this is what we need to be trained we need to be tough so that when we fall we rise back again so i think there's a there is a huge gap in terms of training our men to be mentally tough so that they can be as tough as our grandfathers fathers <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much jesse for such an interesting uh, comment i also give the same opportunity to Rev to give a comment on jesse's idea um, uh, thank you, Elizabeth. I, I think uh, she had, she has summed it up well. <laughs> I don't think I need to 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 add a, a, anything else. But uh, also, but what I, I can just add is on on the issue of toughening up the mind of. Uh, uh, now let me refer to the the boy child. It it appears that the society is realized how vulnerable the girl child was, and the efforts that are being put in trying to. To, to, to toughen them and, and also protect them. But uh, the danger now is that it's, it, the, the boy child is being neglected because they, they, our minds are engineered to think that they are already tough, yet they are no longer tough. So I think we need to come up with, any, with initiatives to, to, to help the boy child to be able to, 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 to face and conquer the, the challenges of today. Thank you so much, Rev. Just going through the comments that have been shared online, uh, Rev Norman Temple commented saying that the way men were, social, um, were socialized makes them put up face in, in the face of problems. Then from Winnet, she said, I think it's a matter of going to the right place. There's a need to raise more awareness on the on services that can help men to speak out. At the police station, there's a Department of Victim-Friendly Unit where there are officers who are trained to do such to deal with such issues it's a matter of continuously raise awareness and engagement to speak out 
mental health is a real challenge and men also, are also human beings. Is that? So just to round up now, we now need to come up with um, a mechanism that can also help us to cap these uh, mental health problems. So I'll start with you, Mr. Mutandi. What do you think should be done to cap mental health problems? And what do you think you can also do as Zinata, as an institution, to cap this problem? So with the problem of mental health, uh, what we, as Zinata, we can, we can also help in, in so, so, so we call it psychosocial intervention. That is we, with the spiritual side, we have to check out both sides, the spiritual and the physical side. Because let's look at all angles. Uh, if you want to care about the problem of mental health, not we mustn't look just on one side. And uh, probably might be poverty, it might be drugs, it might be this. And you must let's try to find out why is it this man starts even smoking like this, drinking beer like this. Probably it, it, it's not like he was of poverty or anything. It might be something of the spiritual. So if it is a spiritual problem. Let's try and refer those people who specialize in spiritualism. Let's be players. We mustn't say, uh, I'm not that say the Christian side, they don't have a party to play. Even the medical, the biomedical doctors, they don't have a party to play. Let us all be players into this to try to, to help, uh, to try to engage, especially the boy child. Uh, in men, so that uh, we know they are faced with, with a lot of problems. A problem comes in a disguised solution. The, the men should stand, they should have art of solving the, that problem. They must stand and must be brave. But uh, so that uh, the suicides, we don't have so many suicides. Uh, having also some kind of workshops, a lot of workshops is, are needed for men. We need organizations which stands for men. And I think UN also, they should, I think it must start with WHO or even UN, so that they, they must try to empower organizations that deals with men, a boy child. Because in, uh, we understand that there is a lot of uh, uh, men normally they shy because they're always taken on the wrong side. That's why you end up having a lot of uh, suicides. Uh, uh, with, the, with the mental health, as a matter, we play a very important role also because we are able to solve also the spiritual side. If the, the problem is of Zenata, yes, better to refer to Zenata. Because there are some issues whereby it's not just a natural way of cancelling, but like if uh, we've been talking about it, because, because it doesn't need cancelling. Don't waste your time on cancelling. You are meant to pay, let's say, for the avenging spirit, not cancelling. So you should look at those angles and seek to know this case is of Shidoma. No, it's, there's no need for you to, for cancelling. You need to the people who, can, who are specialized. Yeah, yes. So we, we need a platform of sharing amongst the four players in order for us to. Uh, to solve this issue of mental health.
Thank you so much, Mr. Mkanda. So he's saying that we need to work as a as one to, to form a coalition to solve this problem, is it? Uh, over to you, Rev. What do you think should be done uh, from the church's angle? Uh, th 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 thank you very much, Elizabeth. Um, as a church, uh, particularly um, uh, the Zimbabwe Council of Churches, um, there are quite a number of initiatives uh, that we are doing in trying to to help uh, and address and accompany uh, other partners in dealing with the issues of mental health. Um, we number one, we established um, um, a helpline um, and trained um, uh, some of our uh, ministers in the in the or, or, or the provinces of the country who are acting as focal points focal points rather so that um, uh, whenever there are cases and issues people can okay can phone them and they uh, those, those uh, ministers of religion can respond to those issues because we realize that this this thing is happening in the communities and at times it's not easy for those people to quickly find help so we we, we have realized that uh, ministers can be convenient uh, people who can uh, quickly help and even refer or um, or attend to the issues of uh, um, uh, uh, mental health or issues that may lead to mental health so that they may be dealt with uh, whilst there's still time. Uh, as the Zimbabwe Council of Churches uh, uh, representing churches in, the, in Zimbabwe, we have also come up with what we call the multidisciplinary expert facility where we have a group of experts responsible for overseeing issues that arise in, uh, in our communities and uh, trying to address them and even refer on issues that uh, those uh, that that group of professionals may not be able to assist but our ultimate goal is to try to deal with the issues of uh, mental health to address it and uh, it, uh, its causes so that is abuse and all those things. So that, that's one of the facilities that we have found very helpful uh, as a church that we are using. But also we have uh, looked at the issue of training. Uh, we had one training that we had with the, um, the WHO where we, we trained religious leaders, not only Christian leaders, but um, uh, leaders from the Muslim community, the Muslim faith, uh, Zinata, and other various religious bodies, uh, Zimbabwe uh, Catholic Bishops Conference, Pentecostal Assemblies, and uh, even uh, uh, all those people, we have included them in that initiative, in that initiative where they were being trained on how to, to handle and to deal with uh, uh, mental health issues. But not only that, but for them to go and also uh, cascade the information and train other people in the grassroots. And the program that we had um, um, cascaded to training of a number of people, I think the program ended up having about 93,000 people being trained. So that's what, as a church, that's one of the initiatives that we have taken. Um, uh, we have embarked on in trying to address this issue, but also the issue of uh, our engagement in, in the communities in various ways in trying to advocate for 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 for, for this issue that is at the end here and uh, in some institutions like uh, in chipinge that uh, Tongo Gara refugee camp 
we've also had uh, some some trainings there and some engagement where we are trying to help to curb the problem of uh, mental health considering that we have over 15,000 refugees there and uh, the issues of their displacement from their countries and what they've gone through some of them they've run away from war situations and they've seen people dying they've lost their relatives this is why they are here and all those people have got uh, their they've got potential uh, mental health uh, cases hanging over their heads and we we have uh, reached out to such people and not only that but we have also engaged internally displaced people uh, after cyclones and uh, these disasters that have been falling our country and we have been there trying to to help them in dealing with these issues and also trying to help them to cope with uh, whatever they will be facing in the the disasters that have befallen them so that they will be able to 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 cope with life and avoid uh, possible mental health challenges in short i think that's that's what i can say but as a church we are uh, doing quite a lot but uh, just to conclude i may add the issue of safe shelters that we have come up with where we we have got one here in arare uh, uh, here at uh, at our offices so where we are we 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 shelter uh, victims of uh, abuse so that we can help them so that they can know the 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 challenges or the abuse that they went through may not end up uh, pushing them into serious mental health issues that may ultimately lead to to suicidal tendencies that's what we are doing but as a church our hands are on the deck in dealing with uh, the issues of mental health uh, challenges Thank you, Rev. So what do you think should also be uh, the way forward as a church to also uh, cap this, this problem? Uh, one, one of the, the things, things is that, that to mainstream the issues of mental health challenges and not to be afraid of talking about them in, in, in our churches and, uh, and also to capacitate uh, particularly our, our, our church ministers in, in dealing with these issues and also to, 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 to help our church members to 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 speak out to really speak out and not uh, view this as something that uh, because already mental health issues are associated with stigma and, and the churches should come out now to say we we are a home to everyone we we accept that is this is a challenge that is with us and we have to deal with it head on um, I'll also pose the same questions to Jersey. What have you done to deal with the mental health problems? And also, what do you think is the way forward to deal with these problems? Um, thank you so much, Liz. Just to start on a light note, I want to say recently that I happen to know some people who are in the medical field. And I have heard that there are people that were brought to them who had been attacked, like having spiritual attacks. And they were put under some medication and they went back home okay. <laughs> and, um, okay, back to your question. I think the first thing is um, I'm so overjoyed to know that the, the Zimbabwean community has taken up this mental health issue so, so much. You hear a lot that is happening. I mean, I was just amazed as you was going through the the programs, the training, and everything. I mean, it's 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 such a joy to know that this issue of mental health is no longer a taboo, 
in our communities and in our organizations and in our societies. So it's, it's really a huge plus for me. And um, I, I feel everyone should actually, you know, get themselves involved in one way or the other, just to make sure that this issue of mental health is, that everyone is, 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 is like doing together. You know, the way that the world at large fought COVID-19, I mean, we 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 given guidelines, uh, you know, sanitization, masks, and social distancing, and everyone from the north, south, east, and west, we all worked together. And now look where we are. We are almost um, over the the pandemic. And I believe this is the kind of approach that we need to take with regards to 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 mental health. Because I was reading an article which was actually saying that mental health is that was during COVID that mental health is a worse of pandemic than than COVID. So definitely we need to put our, our, our heads together. Now as Be MindFit, we are a mental health awareness organization. So what we mainly do is awareness, raising awareness. I often follow comments on social media. I, I think I mentioned that earlier on where people comment following maybe an attempted suicide or a successful suicide case. When, when, when you read those comments, you can actually see that people are so ignorant. And because people are ignorant, you know, when you are ignorant, that's, that's when this thing will attack you. The Bible says in Hosea 4 verse 6, my per people perish because of lack of knowledge. So we have come in as Be Mind Fit to raise awareness. And um, first and foremost, we do have awareness um activities that include we have a facebook page where on a weekly basis we talk about mental health awareness we're actually going to have a session this evening to commemorate uh, because today's uh, world mental health day and we are continuing to get information from reliable sources and we pass it on to to to, to the audience we also have um whatsapp groups uh there are whatsapp platforms where on a weekly basis every thursday we do also share information on mental health with regards to issues that we are talking about here because um he mentioned the issue of stigma stigma is the number one enemy to mental wellness because the moment we stigmatize mental illnesses it means that the person who is affected is going to be afraid to come out in the open to say hey i'm having mental health problems why because everyone thinks that someone with a mental health condition something is wrong with them they are dysfunctional either they they've um you know it's, it's associated with demonic possession or with ngozi as you, he was saying and all sorts of things and usually people don't want to be associated with such things so the because of the stigma surrounding mental health issues people don't want to reach out and get help even if let's say for example your friend commits suicide you may actually be afraid to go to her family to offer a consolation because of the stigma associated are you going you know the kind of thing so now awareness is one of the biggest most effective weapons one of the weapons against stigma because stigma arises from ignorance when someone does not know what mental health is how how someone gets to be affected by mental health and why someone gets a mental health condition they are prone to just be judgmental 
and and paint people and label people that is because they are not good enough it's because they are like this is because they've got demons following them that they've meant so because of that ignorance that mental health conditions are perpetrated because people who are affected do not go out to get help because of fear of being stigmatized so we come in with awareness. We've got awareness programs for organizations. We go to corporate organizations and we provide training on mental health awareness. We go to churches um, as well. We've got a program for mental health awareness. I mean, you were talking about the cases of that there was mental health or there is mental health in the Bible. Yes, there is. If you look at the story of David, David, that man was a man after God's own heart. But if you listen to some of his songs, he was depressed. You can tell that this man was depressed. Look, look at Elijah after he had conquered the 450 prophets of Baal. He went and hid under a tree and said, God, you know what? I, I cursed the day I was born. Please take me. I don't want. So you find that all those people, it may not have been a long-term condition, but at some point they did experience mental health conditions. So we actually do have uh, programs for, for churches where we then highlight that, look, this was even there in the Bible. That's why he, he, quote, he quoted Isaiah uh, 61. That's why Isaiah 61 is there. God knew that there were people who were going to be bound with mental health conditions. And he had to send Jesus Christ in advance to provide a way out for those who were going to suffer. So it does not mean that when you have a mental health condition, you don't pray, you don't have faith. No, those things are there. So we, we also help the church to like open up and be able to come up with programs to support their members with, with mental health issues. We also so I have a mental health program for, for, for the young people, which we call myselfspace.com, where we teach young people how to deal with stress. Because one of the reasons why young people end up doing drugs and, and the other things that are really out of this world is because they don't know how to handle stress. They, 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 the stress that we faced in our day is totally different from what they are exposed to. They know things and see things on gadgets that we cannot even afford to look at. So it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stuff that's coming onto them that their brains are not even um, you know, developed enough to handle. So we teach young people how to handle um, stress in a healthy way so that they, end not, they don't end up going for um interventions that end up um hitting them so in 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 summary we are contributing in terms of raising awareness that people may know that this thing is real what can you do what are the what are the what is the impact how do you alleviate the impact of mental health issues if you find yourself that you are affected yeah on you jesse uh, have you also tried to engage other religious sectors apart from the church religious sectors and others like such as Muslims, the ATRs. Oh, okay. That's, um, not, not at the moment. We were just, you know, currently dealing with the churches. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Not but do you look forward to engaging other religions? Absolutely. Because mental health is mental health. A human being is a human being. They have a soul created by God and everyone deserves to receive the help and the assistance when they need it. Yeah. Jesse. Okay. Um. Uh. On what we've done, I won't do much. I think Reverend did, uh, Reverend mentioned uh, everything. Uh. I, I would like to talk about maybe um what we think we should do. I I've observed that there's a lot of uh there's a knowledge gap between mental health because 
people they lack information despite having uh, the increase in the utilization of uh, social media and so forth. But I don't know why is it that uh, the boys, they are not reading the page that pertains to mental health and so forth because the, uh, it's still affecting them. So I think we need to, to close up the knowledge gap uh, um, between the um, between the boys, because when you look at the the side of the females, we've got two fields here, and uh, the field for the ladies, uh, for the girls, is almost complete. But that for the boys is not even uh, a quarter. So I think uh, we need more laborers, so that at least we need to try and push so that more uh, more males have got information pertaining to uh, to the the issue of um, mental health. So uh, one of the issues is about uh, like uh, what has been said by uh, referring the issue of mainstreaming mental health in all programs, spirit uh, church programs, or, or any any program that you might think of. We need to really mainstream uh, uh, the issue of mental health so that at least we accelerate. Uh, the male engagement related to these issues. And uh, when you're talking about also the issues of mental health, we don't need also to leave the issue of uh, gender-based violence because it's also one of the issues which is actually precipitating um, the issue of mental health. So we need to close those two gaps, the issue of uh, gender-based violence and also the issue of um, uh, mental health uh, we've addressed that way. Uh, and how can we do this? We need uh, a comprehensive approach to this. Uh, when you're talking of uh, the country as a, uh, of Zimbabweans or the nation, we are looking at... Um, a community, a community some that is consi that consists of uh, all the religions. We've got the Muslim within that same uh, community. We've got uh, the, 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 the Zinata within that same community. We've got other people without religion within that same community. But we need to have these people together so that we say, how best can you address this? Then we now say, you guys, can you go through that angle? We go through this angle. Then by the end of the day, I will make sure that we, we complete uh, our field work. And uh, we have all the boys um, equipped with uh, capacity to knowledge on mental health. Then by the end of the day, we have uh, zero deaths related to mental health. Thank you so much, Justice. And I'd also like to thank all of our panelists. And I hope that uh, all those who are watching this video were also informed and educated. And concluding, I think that we have to work together as a, as a people so that we can be able to deal with those mental health problems. But if you want to keep on engaging on this uh, this topic, you can always visit our Oiko Studio page on Facebook, also on Twitter. We are also there on YouTube. We can always carry on these conversations and we'll keep on coming up with uh, different topics that uh, we can discuss. And if you also have a suggestion of a topic that you would want us to have a discussion on, you can always visit us on our social media platforms. And I hope that you have enjoyed and I hope that you are also educated because this was a very, very informative uh, discussion that we had. So thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day.